Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent in front and behind the camera is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Oh, pretty good. You are? And what's making it good today for you? Oh, I'm done with work. Today is oh. I can relax. Oh, I really like it, you know, when um a man gets out of work and he's just gonna unwind from that rough, rough day and take it all out on me. Oh, but I like it when you take it out on me, too. Well, who said I didn't have a rough day? <laughs> so how was your day? Well, it was rough, and it's about to get rougher. Ooh, I like it when it's rough. <laughs> you do? I know. You know, I just, I just kind of want to be, yeah, I want to be fucked like you had a really, really bad day. Well, I've heard a little about you, and I notice you fuck, too. <laughs> I do. I do a lot. Do you like dirty sluts? I do. <laughs> We're a perfect match, then. I like it things. It doesn't bother you that, you know, everybody has had a chance at me? No. No? If, if things you, are people, lots of people like them. Yeah, I know. Do you think it's true when someone says everyone loves a MILF? I don't think it's completely true, but I know a lot of people like MILFs. Do you like MILFs? Yeah. Oh, you do? Have you ever been with one? Well considering some people call me a dilf really be... i've never heard that term well think about a milf and then think what milfs are married to i think it's fabulous that's the best word ever i'm gonna start using it i think um, i really want to well, find my life dilf there you go you're listening to phone sex with lily show and i am here having phone sex with jimmy broadway hello hello well i have not heard of the dilf where have i been i don't know because (gasps) i mean it it stands to reason if there are moms you want to fuck then there are also dads out there that you want to fuck yeah there are dads yes yes many and i just had never heard that term yet we're definitely gonna have to so you're my first dilf on the show oh oh 
you think you'd had plenty of names, but now you're a DILF. So, hey. And slowly creeping up on GILF. Uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm right around that corner too. And yeah, do you think there is definitely a, well, let me introduce you first. Okay. You are, you are Jimmy Broadway. You are an adult male talent performer who has been in the industry like 16 years. So you're plenty experienced. Um, yeah. You and your wife own severe, uh, severe sex films. Severe sex correct? film. All uh, right. Severe society films, which was our original imprint. Uh, but we kind of adjusted about seven, about seven years ago. And uh, got got a little more sexual and and just kind of rebranded it. But okay, uh, both so, of the oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But but we own both companies. Okay, so they're two separate companies, not merged. Uh, they're I mean it's all one company, but if you go online to try and find the videos, the old stuff will be under severe sap severe society and the new stuff will be under severe sex got it that makes sense so what is y'all's uh, do you have a specific genre that you shoot we we call it a broad spectrum fetish company focusing primarily on female domination oh nice and it, female domination does that include like are we talking like the bdsm side or are we talking like a mommy a dommy mommy we're talking dummy mommies, dummy daughters, uh, whips and chains and leather and everything in between. Oh, how uh, nice. We, we don't try not to limit ourselves. So we've got a, a couple of series out there. Uh, Stepdad Gets Fucked, where unlike the traditional taboo relations uh, videos, the stepdaughter at some point becomes the dominant one in the relationship. Nice. Uh, we have the kinky cuckold series, which is cuckolding with dominant women and hot wives. And then we've got uh, our, our perversion and punishment line, which is all the weird kinky fun stuff, leather and latex and whips and, spanking and uh, we do a lot of pegging you also. have it all yeah <laughs> literally this is awesome how fun is that <laughs> that's you know that's about my that's about the the width of what i do too <laughs> the span mm -hmm. is definitely the um the dominant female but not so much bdsm side more of the dommy mommy yeah now now you're aware of the taboo nature of taboo oh, and yes. the fact that people call it incest porn and stuff like that. And I've tried to express on my show that we don't really want to fuck our biological moms or stuff like that. Um, oh, go ahead. Stuff out there that in reality is not right. Uh, correct rape incest non-consent but in the fantasy world it's things that really turn people on 
Yes. So we're not actually like grabbing women off the street and raping them or grabbing guys off the street and, you know, pegging them with giant dildos. <laughs> yes. But we're creating that fantasy where people do get grabbed. Uh, we just shot a, a, a feature, which is up for an AVN award this year. Congratulations. Uh, called Strangers in a Bar. Okay. The final scene is a three girls on one guy revenge pegging scene. Nice. Um, if that were to happen in real life, those three women would be in jail. But exactly. Fantasy. <laughs> and it's fun. And the people participating in it know that it's not real. They're doing it as, as actors and performers, and they're having fun with it. And they're allowing people who fantasize about this stuff to see it in a safe manner rather than going out there and actually doing things that to people that are wrong. Correct. I'm glad. I'm so glad you, you definitely explained that very clearly. It's acting. Yeah. Yes. Just like a mainstream, you know, acting on your regular, you know, HBO channel. It's, it's the same concept. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had one yeah. daughters. Obviously none of them are really my, my stepdaughter or my daughter. Uh-huh. But we've created 20 different fantasies with these wonderful women. And for people who have kind of thought about it and fantasized about it, they get to enjoy that and nobody gets hurt. Correct. Correct. And that's why I see I do the extreme mommy fetish and, and extreme meaning your definition of extreme is probably different from mine, but <laughs> mine is more just not saying the word step, you know, yeah. step mom or, but um, it's more of the dominant nature, uh, the nurturing um, older experienced female is, is what the character is about, not mm-hmm. fucking your own mom. Like exactly. you. Yeah. So definitely. So you def- you've got the whole range of stuff that you shoot. Um, anything that you are working on like recently or something really well known? Uh, well, like I said, Strangers in a Bar was our most recent feature. Uh, came out last September, just in time for the award season. Nice. Uh, Did you get in- nominated this we we are nominated, so we find out Saturday, I believe. How exciting! And which nice. category is that? Uh, best BDSM release. Oh, nice! That's awesome. They, I better get my votes in the, for you. They, yeah, I mean, they keep changing the names of the categories every year. I noticed that. <laughs> so it's you know you're you're this one year, and then you're that another year, and then um. Yeah, we're we're hopeful that uh, it, it will do well. Now, does it bother you that it's n- not going to be in person? Like if you uh, were to win? No, because most of the categories that we get nominated for oh, yeah. aren't awarded on stage anyway. That is uh, true. I mean, it bothers me. I miss seeing all my friends. Yes. And going and, and being with, with people. Because for people not in the industry... Award season is, and the awards and the conventions, and there are usually two of them, 
or actually three of them, three three conventions, two three award shows, yeah. um, and they happen in mid January, and it's really the first chance everybody gets back together after the holiday break. Yes. So mid December, most of the production shuts down, and everybody goes off, and you know goes to their, their ski cabin or goes to see their family or goes to a beach somewhere or, and takes some time off. And, and then we all meet in Los Angeles and then Las Vegas, or at least we used to before. I know. <laughs> yeah. and, and then you jump back into it. <laughs> it would be, and it was so great to just see every, I mean, you were, you were just constantly hugging. Yes. And it's, how have you been? How was your holiday? What did you do? You know, what do you, you know, what do you got planned for the new year and all that stuff? And now it's just, know. you know, a lot of people aren't going back to see their families. Uh, you're not really taking vacations and we're not gathering. So it just sort of, there's, there isn't that excitement that there used to be. Oh, I know. Get the glam of getting dressed up, um, just seeing everybody. Now, did you attend any of the events recently? Like the Expos? Uh, yes. We we went to the Expos show and the Expos Awards in Los Angeles and the Internext show here in Las Vegas. And what was your thoughts on that event? Oh, uh, it was great to be back doing something. Correct. I mean, it was a much smaller version of what they had had in years past, mm -hmm. but just to be back and, and get something felt really good. Yes. Uh, really pleased with what XBiz did with their X3 show. Um, their first attempt at a, a fan base event, uh, I thought went really well. And good. Seeing how that goes. And have, were you able to attend any of the Exoticas this year? Oh, uh, we have not. Oh, I'm trying to remember the last time we went to an Exotica. It's not really our crowd. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's very performer-oriented and very kind of vanilla performer-oriented. So from a... And you're definitely not vanilla. Yeah. From a yeah. fetish point... <laughs> I mean, our fans aren't there, so it's kind of like it doesn't really do that much for us. Um, there's an event in L.A. We haven't been in a couple of years just because of schedules, uh, but uh, called DomCon. Okay. Which is a very fun. Uh, and then there's one in the uh, Tampa-St. Pete area every summer called FetishCon. Uh, that we have attended as well and th those are fun and that's more more the people that are into what we're into yes so that, because, those, those oh. are better for us than an exotica nothing against exotica it's just not our crowd no i totally understand because you're in a category that is people who are trained like they're well they're supposed to be or should be <laughs> Well, you know it, it, it's more of a lifestyle per yeah, se so if, you're, if you're doing it you should be you definitely have to be trained but yeah. a lot of people at these events aren't trained they're just curious and they want to learn more so yeah. this first step towards 
finding the training and finding out whether this is something that they're really interested in, whether it's something they're interested in trying, or whether it's just something they'll watch once or twice online and then move on. Because because your your audience is a very community um, based like group. Yes, very. I much. have found and yes our not just our audience but all, even more so our our performer and production base uh, is ve- is very tight knit. I mean we we know each other we know each other's limits we know each other's skill sets, uh, and it makes it a lot easier to to make the movies we make because we know that this person very much knows what they're doing when it comes to tying people up or yeah know. and you're not just throwing an actress in there exactly yeah. and i've been on on sets for for other companies where it has been um it, just, there, there, an expression in the pro-dom world called hmm. hooker with a whip and Ooh. and it's basically someone who is playing the part but has no experience and no training which is and, not a good thing yeah can be dangerous could be could be deadly Ooh, yeah definitely don't want to do that yeah. plus, plus get, i think it it sort of almost disrespects the the work that you have put into it oh exactly that's how i would see it i'm definitely not in that world but i from the outside looking in i would think that there's so much effort time skills like that you have developed um the whole trust amongst each other the community that you've built just for someone to go and you know be a hooker with a whip yeah so <laughs> okay well i'm gonna take a break right now and okay. for our sponsors when i come back Ooh. i'm sorry yay sponsors i know we love our sponsors <laughs> and when i come back if i can ask you about things that you personally are passionate about um, and where do you see yourself in the next, say, five years or so? All right. Yeah. You're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. I will be back with Jimmy Broadway. You're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. And I am here today with Jimmy Broadway from Severe Sex Films. Hello. Oh. And we are back. And before the break, I had asked, um, what are you personally like passionate about? Oh, I mean, the, the, the big thing is our dogs. We, we've kind of joked that, that basically we, we work so we can feed and, and care for the dogs. Um, we've what got kind two, of dogs do you have? We've got two right now. Uh, one is a 14-year-old chow mix, and Ooh. the other is a four-year-old hippo pitbull. A what? Uh, hippo pitbull. Oh, hippo pitbull. Yeah. The, okay. The, the little stubby legs and the big wide body. Yeah. Now I thought that they were called. Weren't those the the blue nose? Uh, blue nose is more. They have longer legs. But there's there's so much you know interbreeding between the various types. Yes. That that you can get a short legged blue nose. Um, but they're just, I mean, they're just the joys in our life and uh, yeah. 
I have in. a grand puppy or I call her my grand puppy because I don't have grandkids yet. So wow. it would be my child's um, dog. And she is just, oh my goodness. I love her. She's a pit bull too, but yeah. they are something else. They have quite the personalities, don't they? Oh yes. And uh, what, what are your pers- your pups personalities? The two. Doing. Doing, doing, doing. Yeah. It's my guy in Portugal letting me know that some videos have arrived. Uh, <laughs> we, we are in the process of launching on a new platform. So uh, there's been a lot of back and forth and they're based in Portugal. So we get these, nice. these WhatsApp messages starting at around six o'clock at night. And they go throughout the night. That's why I work at night. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, but the, the personalities Bella is a food motivated brat. Okay. And she's she's the chow mix. Uh, Fiona, we rescue uh, all our dogs have been rescued, but Fiona came out of a puppy mill situation. Ooh, that's good. Her first three years were spent as a as a puppy factory. Oh, and so glad you got her. Finally, getting to just be a dog. Yeah, she was she was kept in a cage and and <sighs> constantly either or nursing or pregnant. And now she like has the run of the house. She <laughs> gets to jump up on things. She gets to jump down from things. She gets to run around. Uh, we were hoping she'd like to swim, but she doesn't. Uh, she, Interesting. Yeah. We got her a little life vest and everything and tried to take Jeez, her. She was like, no way, huh? Yeah. She was very <laughs> curious about the, the edge of the pool, which is why we decided to do it. Because she's like uh-huh. looking and uh, we didn't want anything bad to happen. So we, we got the vest and we figured we would acclimate her to the water and teach her how to paddle and how to get in and out. And uh, She's not having it. She's like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Now, is she ball motivated? Um, neither one. Well, Bella, Bella kind of likes the ball, but she doesn't chase. Okay. Because uh, mine will not- like go cross-eyed over, like psychotic cross-eyed over that ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she, she's not really a toy, a toy dog. She and I think a part of it is, is the first three years. Yeah. Toys, so she doesn't really understand the appeal. Well, I'm glad you guys have her and, and yeah. that's definitely, those are to like, they're like, I always say that animals are, I don't want to, want to say more difficult than kids, but they are, they are more difficult in my opinion. They're, they're a lot of work, but they're this. more difficult because they can't speak. No. So you have to yes. work a lot, you've got a lot harder to figure out what they're trying to tell you. But there's so much more rewarding. Oh, don't yeah. tell anyone I said that, but. They, they there's so much you actually get love back from them they yes. like you and they're and it's unconditional yes H- human love is usually tied to or a reaction <laughs> yes yes Don't, it's very conditional <laughs> it's like and you know being involved with rescue we've seen abusive situations and mm-hmm. stuff where like someone will beat their dog half to death and <sighs> the dog still just still love run back and lick them and it's like oh, oh you're killing me oh, on that one that is yeah. true though 
It yeah, is true. I, they are just fountains of unconditional love. And it's that one of the best things in the world is when you, you've had a bad day and you, you come home. And no yeah. matter what your day was like, they're just happy to see you and to be able to spend time with you again. Exactly. You don't have to take it out like our fun sex session on your wife or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just go to the, the animals, they'll come snuggle with you and everything's all better. And you plop down on the couch and one of them will hop up there with you and just, yep. just, and then, uh, that's one of the, the weird things about R2 is they both like to build pillow forts. Oh, how neat. <laughs> so they, they will make these little, little pockets of pillows surrounding them and the back of the couch and that's great yeah so that's that's how you spend your time off at home yep. with the animals that's awesome on, on the big double couch uh we actually uh, friend friend of ours who was a director in la was doing some studio remodels and we got these two they're about five by seven couches uh-huh. and they, each one has a corner to it oh and nice we strapped them together so there's room for everybody up on there with lots of pillows and and, and throws and stuff and we and we, when we had four dogs it's like all four of them were up there with the two humans watching tv and hanging out that's the life yeah it really is and so the pandemic, how, how did the pandemic affect you or your business? Oh, I mean, in some, we were very fortunate. Um, we had gone, just made a trip to Los Angeles for a hey, concert yeah. oh. right before the pandemic. Yes. And because we were back there uh, and we have, we had a studio in downtown LA for seven years. Okay. And when we moved to Las Vegas, we signed the studio over to a friend of ours. And part of the deal was that we can come back and use it. Nice. So we, we came back for a week for this concert and we were able to get four days of solid shooting in right before the pandemic. And then we came back and everything just hit. So we once we realized it's going to be a while, we just hunkered down and started doing Instacart and started editing all the footage that we had shot before everything started and kept going. Doing a lot of catch up. Uh, not so much catch up, but we were able to maintain the rate that we had been doing before the pandemic. Excellent. So you know our, we were constantly putting out new content for our fans so we didn't really see a decline in some market you know on some platforms we actually saw a bump up oh yeah we're stuck at home and and looking for diversions that's what i was i was thinking you know at the beginning of the pandemic i'm like this could go either way it could be that you know the wife the children everybody and your grandmother or whoever is home now we don't have the funds to be purchasing this, you know, extra yeah. curricular stuff, or it could have gone, you're at home, you're bored, there's nothing else to do, and it's going to spike. And it yeah. definitely spiked for me. Um, but yeah, it, it could definitely gone both ways easily. But for most people I've spoke to, it's it went up. 
Yeah, I, I think, and not for us, but for a lot of people in the industry, they discovered the the, the platforms like OnlyFans. Yes. And, and all of a sudden there's this brand new connection platform out there that they're able to exploit. Yeah, and you know, I think that's pretty neat that um, regardless, you know, of what it is, uh, we just always find a way. Yeah. Something will catch on. Everybody still wants to see it um, and we're still going to sell it. Oh, absolutely. And they made it work. Yep. That's, that's what it comes down to. Now, do you think the whole OnlyFans thing, do you think that it's affecting porn as, as you knew it before? Oh, it's, it's definitely changing. It's basically providing more options for the viewer true Uh, i think there will always be a market for the story driven porn feature and and there are some people that that just aren't into the only fans model that they don't want to you know they're either shy or uncomfortable or they're in a situation where they you know they just don't want to talk to somebody else. They just want to see somebody else. Yes. And for that, the the more traditional gonzo porn will continue to be a thing. Yes. Um, but it, it provides just one more outlet. Where, where it is having an effect is it, it's kind of changing the whole, shifting the, the balance of power from the, the larger production studios more to, to the, the people involved in the business yes and in, in now i've only been in the business about five years um i started really late um but and it was pre-pandemic when i started well obviously five years <laughs> but from it just seems like it's pulling away from the production of it all like it's it's having people gear away from the competitive nature of like producing something better than the next one and better and better. Oh, uh, I, I kind of disagree with that. Okay. If you look at what, what some of the companies out there are doing, they are still trying to outproduce the other companies and they're, they're coming up with, you know, they're doing better production quality, more interesting stories, more diverse stories. Um, and there, there's like some really good just filmmaking, you know, forget the, the porn aspect of it. There's really good filmmaking going on in our business right now. That's what I like about the industry is the filmmaking side of it all. The storylines, the it's, I don't know. I like the movie production. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not so much in, in, in it for the sex part of it, but more of the whole creativity producing a good story, a unique story, something fun, um, and really getting some good people to have some fun with it. Yeah. And now, do you ever work in other, like, do you do any kind of, like, horror flicks or when you could do storylines? Oh, we did do, very early in our our careers, we did do a horror movie. Uh Uh-huh. Um, called Sorority Hazing Horror about three girls <laughs> who broke into what they thought was an abandoned house. Uh-huh. Turns out there was a crazy couple living there. 
How um, fun is that? <laughs> we we had a great time with it. It was it was a fun shoot too, and there were there were some some bloopers in there that were were just hilarious. Like there, we we shot this one really intense scene where one girl is locked in the back room of the house and, and, and she can't figure out how to get out and she's like crying and like like pounding on the door and scraping at it uh-huh. and then we just finish it up and I look up on the wall and there is a semi-automatic airsoft gun hanging on the wall and I'm like okay this really, really <laughs> destroyed the story <laughs> That about killed it, huh? Yeah. So we 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 took the airsoft gun off the wall put it <laughs> and reshot the sequence. And that's funny. Now, now, what do you have coming up in the future? Uh coming up, we are just about to put out "Stepdad Gets Fucked" number four. Oh, good one. <laughs> um, and that will be followed by "Kinky Cuckold" number five. Now, is that the stepdad um, one? Is that featuring like a male talent? Do you end up putting male talent in front of? Uh, I end up being, I've been the stepdad for the whole series. Oh, how fun. With a succession of new and different stepdaughters each time. Uh And we do our, our stepdad taboo scenarios a little different than a lot of other companies. Uh, we give the power to the stepdaughter, if not through the whole scene, then at some point in the scene, there will be a flip where she suddenly gains the control. And that is very different. Yeah. And obviously it's being perceived well, like people are liking it. Yes, our fans are, are really enjoying it. But then again, our, our fan, because it also, in, in as part of the, the power switch, it goes from regular boy girl penis and vagina sex to uh-huh. pegging so i and our fans love the pegging so i love it i well i haven't been able to do it yet i can't find anyone see maybe i can come peg stepdad but um i've been, <laughs> I've been trying to find someone to peg and I'm like i got so close one time and they canceled on me uh-huh. and i'm like why is this so difficult like i just wanted I, it's like my ultimate I just okay. want to peg one person. <laughs> I've done a girl, but that doesn't really, it's not the same. No, no, not at all. So yeah, I, I, I just keep, you know, I keep hoping. Maybe I'll find someone that'll let me peg them. And I always have the fans going, you could peg me all day. You could do it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> they're just teasing me. Uh, we <laughs> through not to say anything against any of our fans uh-huh. or any of the fans who are out there supporting our industry and what, what goes on in our industry. But what is happening in these movies is being done is being done by trained professional people with years of experience. Yes. Pegging is like an athletic activity, like a sport. You have to train for it. You don't just wake up one morning, drop your pants and stick it in oh no it's i i've known guy uh, we had uh, a performer slept on him chris who literally trained for it the way people train for marathons i I, believe it 
every day with stretching exercises and, you know, going, you know, a slightly larger toy, going a little bit deeper, a little bit wider until he was able to take just monstrous things inside him. And it was because he had trained the various parts of his body to accept this and adjust. Uh, Yeah. They, they, they think that you can just dive into it or they don't understand why, Oh, why can't I do anal? Well, they work and work and work at it. I mean, my advice to anybody who's thinking about playing with anal toys is Mm -hmm. go to the store and pick the one you think you want to use and then take the the one that's the next size smaller. Oh, I was going to go like two sizes smaller. Well, I mean, it it depends how, but basically what you think you can take is not what you can take right away. True. Yes. So true. Uh, but yeah, I will. I will never forget meeting Slap Bottom Chris. We were shooting a parody of American Idol. Uh-huh. Oh, on Idol, which started off as a, a perfectly innocent conversation between my wife DeSevere and I. It's like we we need more strap on guys. It's like, well, yeah. where are we going to get them? Well, why don't we have auditions? Okay, well, why don't we tape the audition auditions? What What do you mean, like American Idol? And it's like, yeah, exactly like American Idol. It's genius. <laughs> so we we had the, basically an open competition, and we had lined up some guys, and we figured, well, we need we need the rejects because one of the the funny parts of yes. you know, American Idol is the get up there and that can't sing and yes. Um, so we had, we had like this one like really tall skinny guy who like just took one look at the dildo and 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 ran off the stage and that was funny yes uh, and we had put this call out through friends and and, and people we you know it's like anybody who knows anybody wants to make a quick 50 bucks you know show up you know be in this thing as one of the yeah you know, the, and this clean cut guy shows up uh with his girlfriend and a duffel bag uh-huh. and we're chatting and he goes so if I make it to the second round, can we use my dildo? And he reaches into the duffel bag and pulls out this 18-inch dildo that was about three inches thick. Wait, is that the Great American Challenge? The red one? Uh, uh, I don't know what it was, what it was called or where he got it, but it was in his duffel bag. And we were standing around going... It's it's the like, size of yeah. his leg. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make it to the second round (laughs) if if that's what you've been playing with you're you're gonna make it uh and he did and we use that one um a a now a a since retired performer zoe holloway Uh uh, was his partner for that scene and it was hilarious talking to her because she's got this thing and it's hanging and the, the head of it is is keeps slapping her in the knee <laughs> she's having trouble standing up straight because yeah. it's, it's so heavy it's pulling her her hips yes. down and, and she's like trying to force her back and, and then but it, it won't stand out straight <laughs> because it's so big the weight because of it big and so heavy and it uh, wow and then, 
Very impressive. Yeah, so that's, how we, that's how we found Slup on the and he, he performed with us for about six years before he met somebody and moved back east and retired from the business. But uh, another, another funny Chris story, uh, uh-huh. we, we shot a scene with him and, and a performer, Dia Zerva, where she shoved six ping pong balls and a pound of butter up his ass. Oh, my Problem was, uh, after the scene, only five came out right uh, away. <laughs> so, like, we're, he's like, no, don't worry about it. It's happened before. It'll, it'll be fine. And sure yeah. enough, about an hour later, as I'm driving home and he's driving down the freeway back to, because we were in LA and he lived in San Diego. And he's uh-huh. like, I get a call and it's like, yeah, just popped out. I go, thanks, Chris. Oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. Yes. Great. So, you know, so I had someone put cue ball, three cue balls up. It's just a fan um, on okay. video. Three cue balls. And I was like, this is huge. Like, what is he doing? It was great. I, I know a couple of people that have done things like that. Uh, or a baseball bat. The fat yeah, end. It, he did that. Yeah. We, we, somehow we have collected an assortment of of extreme anal performers uh my, my favorite one and, and this gets back to the whole the fan platforms and what uh-huh. fans support there uh she stuffed a whole tube of cookie dough upper butt and then squirted out cookies baked them and sent them to fans holy wow that is very that is so neat yeah I had someone pick up a stack of quarters in their vagina and then pop out the right amount of change. That's talent. I mean, yes, it is. That's an old Canadian strip club trick. Is it? Well, because in Canada, they don't have a dollar bill. Um, Oh, they have have a dollar coin. Okay. So, so performers will have customers stack dollars and then they pick them up with their vaginas they will they will pick them up and and walk off with what they have managed to grab oh that is just i never heard of that that is so neat wow because i mean now now i'm a i'm a big i take gargantuan uh toys on the other end so so i definitely know what you're talking about somewhat but I can't imagine scooping up the the tokens and like they stay in there. <laughs> and and I have good control and I'm not all stretched out. But I can't imagine that. How would you hold that? That's good. Like I said, the the people we work with are athletes. Yes, they are. <laughs> they train, they condition themselves, and they they pick up these amazing talents. Really? Yeah. Or like this one girl would smoke a cigarette out of her vagina. That's good. <laughs> like straight inhale it and then puff it out. Yeah. So you have to explain to your doctor how you managed to get cervical cancer. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Lung cancer in your vagina. <laughs> You're like, uh, sorry. But yes, um, there, there's definitely a lot of talents out there. I think it's great. I love your idea of the um, American Idol show, (laughs) but for the anal. (laughs) And how many people showed up for it? Uh, 
I think we ended up between the, the, the people we thought were, were definitely going to do well and just the extras, we had about 15 guys. Hey, that's, that's impressive. That's really good. And so did you do that with any other categories or just the, the one? Hey, just, just with that one. Because, uh, I mean, that was, we did it and then the whole American Idol thing kind of faded a bit. Fizzled off, yes. Yeah. And now who comes up with your ideas? Uh, both me and my wife do across the board or do people come to you and tell you about different things we we've gotten custom video requests Uh that that we've we've shot that have been some of them turned out to be amazing ideas yes but for the stuff we we do on our own it's kind of an equal partnership coming up with we each come up with ideas that's going to be so much fun. That's my favorite part. But I, I have the fans who will request a certain custom and they'll write a full script for me. You know, they really get into it. And those are my best sellers yes. by far. And so I even offer, I'm like, hey, if you want to write more, go ahead and I'll give you the custom. Yeah. And uh, let me take the story. And it's great to get their point of view. Um, sometimes if you're if you're not the son, you really to put yourself in their shoes you can somewhat do it but not as authentic as they can yeah well it sounds like you're having a lot of fun we are creating what what's what's next for you in the next say five years or so oh well hopefully things will get back to some semblance of normal uh or and a bit more stable politically and we can have a a nice productive five years uh, have no plans on retiring or or getting out of this anytime soon so we're just going to keep making weird twisted fun stuff sounds like a great five years yeah (laughs) how exciting well now where can they find your content uh our content can be found on just about all of the major platforms out there Uh, we do have a membership website which is obviously the best place uh that's severesexfilms.com okay we have a channel kink.com we are on clips for sale adult empire hot movies abn game link Sugar Instance, Pornhub, X Hamster, X Videos, and we're just about to launch on Smutty Flex. Ooh, that's a new one. Yes. Is that, yeah, I haven't heard of that. that. That's our guy in Portugal. Um, okay, new, Smutty Flex. It's a, new, it's a new platform we're very excited about. They're doing some really interesting, creative things. And with their various um, back-end stuff, they're, they're kind of solving some problems that the industry has been faced with on the back-end. Um, and not that back-end, the other back-end. The, the, on, the, on the web-based <laughs> back-end. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and it looks like a, a, a pretty exciting venture, and it's... So far, it's been popular more in Europe and Australia, 
which excites us because those are yes tough markets <laughs> markets that we would like to get a little bigger in yes because those Aussies are they're wild yes yeah I always uh, say I think maybe they just drink too much but no they're just wild by nature they're so much fun <laughs> so much fun to have as fans and great market over there they their minds also like they're open to so much more I would say they're very open-minded yes people. how fun well it sounds like you've got a packed uh future for you yeah hopefully it'll be a very very busy five years yes i think it will be it's much needed mm-hmm. <laughs> well i appreciate you coming to talk to me and <laughs> um it's been a pleasure um again they can find your your um what is your website link i'm sorry one more time the website is severesexfilms.com okay and if they want to find me on Twitter, it's at Fetish Director. Okay. All right. So look up the at Fetish Director. And yep. again, thank you. And I will sign off. I appreciate your time, Jimmy Broadway. Thank you again. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.Craven40. Thanks again. Until next time. <laughs>